So the two appraisals come back on the property. One of them was for 500000 One of them was for 505000 Wait a minute. So you advise our seller to get an appraisal and they there was two appraisals done? I did not. No, we did not advise the seller to get an appraisal. The, the seller was in charge of an estate. And in expectation management, the executor of the estate decided they wanted to get it officially appraised by a couple of people. Because so the there people, was lots of parties involved. Lots of parties involved. And, and he wanted to make sure that he was um, not questioned when the offer came in, whatever it was, or at least have everybody like this is I just. Like, I like to call it expectation management. Okay. All right. Good enough. Let's make sure everybody is on the same page with what we expect to happen. Okay. 500 certified licensed appraisers come out. Absolutely. That they paid whatever they paid. A couple hundred bucks. At least more than that. Five, six hundred, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So one comes in at 500, one comes in at 505, and the property sells for 550. Welcome to episode six on season three of the Solution, a real estate podcast. Today, Jeff Seabach. Co-hosts Phil Sexton are talking about teams as well as industry-leading training, and we want to answer the question of: Should you get an appraisal for your listings? Should you get? Do you get an appraisal for your listings, Jeff? Well, since I'm not the broker at EXP, because I would guess that the broker might say yes, right? Because why not, right? However, I think the answer is. I just don't love the idea of, I mean, to me, we're here, we're trying to challenge people to become valuable. <clears throat> experts. Experts. So and your answer is no. No. Yes. Was uh, it always no? Or did you cross a line where you thought, you know what? I no longer need my client. I no longer believe the numbers that that. I never thought that getting an appraisal was a good idea. How many classes was were you in on? The, the how appraisals work classes where an appraiser would come in and talk about the cost basis of whether it had a fireplace or not or the the adjustments on whether it had a uh, great room floor plan or dated kitchen with a okay obviously I got a big ego thank you for pointing it out but I always looked at it this way and I the fact that I cannot get over this is why I I can't get in the in the whole idea of an appraisal didn't need classes, didn't need anything. All right. Okay, so my idea was that still to this day that I think we're supposed to be the house expert, okay? So, and I believe that the way you become a house expert is you go visit the houses. Whether I was new or not, from day one I was, because I was the idiot, right? When someone called me and said that they wanted me to find a house, I would go look at the 70 or 80 that fit their, fit their criteria, then I knew actually, because I knew what their criteria was, I went in 80 houses, which was the best one. Same thing for the appraisal. Um, the appraiser has not been in the comparable properties in the appraisal. Right. How the appraiser gets their opinion is they call the listing agents. There's 50,000 agents in our county selling houses, so we know that that opinion can vary substantially. You mean they call the listing agents and they ask the listing agents questions like, hey, I'm so-and-so appraiser, and I'm just wondering, were there any concessions on this deal? Were there any, what were the repair amounts? Right, I can see in the photos that this was upgraded or that was upgraded. 
and they go through and and then they um because th the other part about it is they do their best to use their computer screen to then determine what the value of the property is that they walked through. right which i think is um the i i just i can't trust that like that opinion is very uh we as agents are supposed to be experts okay is there a price point though that you can't trust that sorry to not prepare you for that I, question pre-show yeah I, well i i mean yes well i think what your point is is that when it's track homes and the price ranges are super tight it's the range is less so yes it's way more accurate Right, right, like you know, at but at, also it's probably less of a concern of the agent that or the seller that they need to get an appraisal when the exact same floor plan sold on the exact same street in the exact same month. Yeah, the exact you know, same oddly, oddly enough, this is a conversation about when the house is one fifty. The people, it's funny because they're less concerned about price when it's two fifty. They're less concerned. They want a little bit more, but most of the time, they're usually more worried about. The headache of selling and it's it's more complex to them, right? It's it's a you know when you when you when you work sixty hours a week and you you know you're more worried about moving your family and all that and they view you as a professional so they don't try to be the real estate agent where it seems like the more free time that people have the more likelihood that they want to try to be the real estate agent even though they have you the real estate agent. So then their opinion of the property is made. Their stronger opinion of the property challenges what you think the property is worth. And so then the way that most. Oh, no, mean, no, they block out your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They, or try to. Or try to. Yeah. And so the way that agents overcome that is say, well, let's just get it appraised. Right. So, I mean, generally the whole idea of getting a property appraised is in the face of the seller thinks it's worth more than it's worth. And I'm going to use this as a tool to convince the seller. But unfortunately, I feel that that undermines you as the professional, right? Like to me, I think there's a, a lot of opinion out there that think that um, they, it, I mean, we gave away search to Zillow and to Trulia and to realtor.com. We didn't care about that piece. And now we're giving away the price piece and it's to me what we're really negotiating our future is less and less commission because we're not realizing that the commission's leading to more and more, you know, challenges, right? Because there's a lawsuit against, you know, fixed pricing for buyers, and there's, you know, I mean, there's just all kinds of, you know, now lead providers are taking commission that, you know, pretty soon where we're only doing so you're this not a much of the deal. Well, guess what? We're not going to have a job left, right? So I'm more of Fight for your turf, brah. Yeah, Fight not not be an outsourcer. Right, right. Like right. that. Like like to me, it's just um, what what are you, Mister Agent, doing? Like to me, I, you're supposed I, to be the house expert and the price expert and the neighborhood expert. Why don't you know what the? You I mean, and if you can't convince the seller, then you need to learn how to convince the seller. Right, like you got to try a different method of, because um, it's really just a them believing you. To me, it's go see more houses, and then you're going to be more convincing. Because I think if you, you know, if, if you don't prove expertise in the appointment, 
that's when they want to use an appraisal. That's when they want to challenge your yes, advice. Right. And it's you're hard saying to, fix your presentation so that they believe you when it comes to price. Uh-huh. Because that's that's it. It's just all in the presentation. Do you want your pr- price believed or do you want the appraiser's price believed? You want your price right. believed. Right. Should we do a role play? Like role play at the listing appointment? Sure. Who, can, who do I get to be? You get to be the seller. Oh, good. <laughs> well, Jeff, I appreciate you coming over tonight. What do you think my house is worth? I think we should get an appraisal. <laughs> that, that was a very easy role play. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, good. Are right. you paying for it or am <laughs> I? <laughs> well, I'll pay for it when it closes. Oh. Yeah, this is a horrible role play. Okay, why? Because I'm well, the don't seller. You, you want to know what the value is. Yeah, well, don't well, you know what the value is? Well, I do, but... Um, you know, your opinion of value is higher than my. Op- I think your opinion might be higher based upon the uh, opinions you've already shared with me. And I, 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 I don't, I don't want to get off on a bad foot. Like I, you know, I don't want to, because it, because who knows what the house will sell for? Well, what do you think we should list it at? Well, that's what I want to determine by getting an appraisal. I just want to make sure we're both on the same page, and then we can also give it to the buyer and. Yeah, I thought you were going the other way on me. Oh, I was gonna, but that's that's what I think is happening. And like, I don't like that because now you're you're now you don't have the answers. And so, what else do you not have the answers on? Right. When you get into negotiation of the deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, it's it's even hurting the value of the agents overall. Letting the the because who it's. I mean, to me, we have, to, we, we have to talk about lots of different things here, but like how appraisers work is the problem. Like you said, how can we get a appraisal that's 10, like we had a deal where the appraisal came in 250,000 less. The second appraiser came in and appraised it. Right, like when you realize that the appraisal has that much variance and that much influence by who the bank is, who the borrower is, like we can't trust that appraisal. There's, there's, you know. Okay, I'm gonna play the devil's advocate. I mean, ninety percent of the appraisals that they do, the they already know the price, they know the concessions, they know everything in the deal. Bro. Then they name the price. Like Bro. that's kind of silly. You know what else is silly? How can I have three different realtors come in and have the price that they would list the house at vary by $250,000 as well? Because the same thing, different motivations. Some people are just trying to get a listing. But, I mean, this speaks to the whole idea why we think we should have tickers underneath the, the realtors. I do. To see, to I see, think, yes. Right, like to see. Like, like what, stock tickers. Yeah, or, like what percentage of the houses do you list and what percent do you sell? For what, what percentage of right, the list like, price? Like, like, well, it's even funny. Even, even our MLS, they put the percentage that it sells of the current list price, not of the original list price. If you want to talk about holding back from revealing the truth, right? Like, yeah, we have to manually do that one. Right, we have to manually yes. do that, which who, who in real estate does anything manually when it comes to calculations? Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, All right so we got a, a comment. Well, on the back. On. All right. We got a comment. Good. So Clay says, uh, an agent told me he pays for an appraisal because it's easier to talk the seller down in listing price. Um, he finds it easier because he... He needs another tool to help him because 
he to me it um that's just I, the sales strategy right. that he developed okay obviously right. the reason why we are having this podcast today is because obviously this is an idea that is out there this is a system this is a way that people sell we know that we just don't do it this way so we wanted to bring to light uh, oh, the Phil, way that we do it we've never done it that's like, what i said like we don't so, do it this yeah, way yeah we i mean last year you know um I can't say for team members, but I've sold almost 2,000 houses, and I, I don't ever... I don't almost even, as much as Cammie. Almost as much <laughs> as Cammie, yeah. An exactly. agent on our team. Yeah, yes. so, but it's, the idea is, is I'm, I guess the, the question we have to get into is, you know, if you're new, should you okay. have an appraisal? Right. And to me, I would rather have you bring in a seasoned agent. Okay. Because you're not really learning anything from an appraisal. Wait a minute. A seasoned agent who does a market expert. A seasoned agent who doesn't use appraisals as a tool. Yes, a, a seasoned agent that um, sells ninety percent of their listings, right? Within X percentage of you know, because I mean, let, you know, different agents have different strategies. I mean, we let the seller pick. So our, you mean. Um, we record what we think it's going to sell, so we track whether our accuracy is there or not. But, I mean, to me, it's, um, I don't know. I just think this is one of those values that we need to keep under the realtor box, right? When it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, what is your value? Okay, pricing property, and then finding skill to learn how to deliver the price. I mean, to me, it's, if you told the seller, you know what? I've been in every house in this neighborhood, right? Every every listed house, and I've been in you know, you know, had fifty percent of the houses in the neighborhood. The appraiser hasn't. Who do you want to trust? Yeah, I mean, the conversation goes pretty easy. They're like, oh, so then what if you haven't been in all of the houses listed in the neighborhood? Um, that's where it comes down to, right? Is how do you overcome? Well, I, the, I mean, we here's, teach, here's we teach the deal. agents that when they're going to go to a listing that they go see, at least go see every active. active house that's out there that is within it. So then you can still um, talk to those. Right. You can, you Because the thing is, is I think you can get in the pendings in the UCBs. If you ask them, I'm getting ready to list a house in the neighborhood. Could I squeeze in the, the seller? You don't have to. Like if you really wanted to be the market expert, you could work harder to get into those houses that were pending because that would really help support your price. Right. As you're trying to develop your strategies on how to not pay for an appraisal during the listing process. I mean, to me, you could probably, if you didn't want to pay for an appraisal, you could probably call the ones that sold and ask that listing agent what it was. And then you as an agent are building that knowledge and say, well, why would I hire an appraiser when I can just when I've already done that, I did everything that they're gonna do. Like to me, that would be a better approach to it than let the appraiser. I get it. Like I've even seen on postcard. You know, sometimes realtors send postcards. You ever gotten a postcard from a realtor? Oh, I get them. I've got. I, a, I own a couple houses. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a. I got a, a postcard one time that the part of the call to action or part of the value add from the realtor was. They'll pay for an appraisal. Free appraisal. Yes, they will pay for they will pay up to five hundred dollars for an appraisal of your property. Yeah, so I, they're leveraging. I mean, my, what the consumers think. You know, here here's another why reason why people do it. Sorry to get off your point here, mm -hmm. is that appraisals might be held at a high appraisers 
might be held at a higher oh, trust I bet, level. I, I would than take. Realtors. I would take that bet. Yeah, and I'm what our podcast about is to put our level above the appraiser's level. Therefore, we can't be deterring. You know, it's like you know, uh, yeah. Agreed. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just the the difference of opinions that are out there. And so, obviously, if you're listening to our podcast, which we appreciate. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. What we're trying to do is push that envelope so that we make sure the level of expertise, the level of professionalism, well, the level of the realtor grows. But the th- here's the thing is, is, as opposed to just being an outsourcer, I don't want to be the outsourcer of everything. There has to be yes. a time where you put your foot down and you say, no, this is my, this is where my expertise is going to be. Well, the other thing is, is, I mean, our whole pitch is be the expert, right? So to me, it's understanding that there's different values of houses because I don't think that that's out there either. Obviously, if you're hiring an appraiser, you're saying that we can like one, like there's one price for a house, right? Like not thinking like to me, it's understanding that. I, you know, because I go into oh. houses thinking that I can influence, I know that I can influence the price of the house. And we come in with the option of, therefore, the whole idea of uh, an appraisal is kind of absurd, right? Like, there's no way that that can be obtained other than somebody that's truly a, you know, I mean, I was going out to a house that was, was, it took me 49 minutes to get there. Let's just say it's not in the, I was not in the local neighborhood. Okay. But when I was going out to look at pricing the house, I was, uh, well, <laughs> approaching the house. The ha- what? <laughs> I just, that, you just know what's coming. I just know. Yeah. <laughs> I was approaching. I know which houses you were going to. I was, I know yes. I was approaching the house. And the first thing that I did, because. There's a different level of houses that when you go to when it's guard gated. Yes. And when you roll up to the neighborhood and they don't have paved streets, they have concrete with rock blended into the street. Yeah. That it, fancy. Fancy. Yeah. yeah, fancy. And of course when you see the Porsche Cayenne, right? And then you and then you see the 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 Range Rover you know that there's a lot of people that are broke living in the neighborhood or just Scottsdale millionaires, one or the other, right? <laughs> Except it wasn't in Scottsdale. So, um, but when I walked in, I noticed that the tile was not of the neighborhood. Mm. But what I did mm. is I went over and I looked because that was something I could do. I just went over to the little entryways to look to see what the neighborhood... But I mean, the thing is, is there's there's more than just clues, right? Like to me, it's uh, you're doing the work. I'm doing you're the work. Doing the, yeah, right. You're out of your chair. You're not doing work from behind a computer screen. Correct. And I think that's a big. That's the that whole. A, appraisers are behind a computer. They see the subject property. They don't see the other properties. I know. Like it's insane that we're like trust that guy. Right. I totally agree. Okay. Obviously, that's why. Well, we're to here me, talking it, about it, it. when you when you're brought in. When your main job is brought in after we know the price to tell somebody the price, do you really need to be accurate that often? Like you're not tested. Like to me, you we, mean you're talking about from the lenders after the purchase contract has already been executed. I'm talking about the talking appraiser, about? right? Like, like not we, a pre-appraisal, not a pre-appraisal. Well, but a, after if the you contract. ask an appraiser, they most of the houses they appraise. Let's go have with a purchase 80%, contract. Have a purchase contract. Got I'm it. just guessing. I just think that I talk. I, we use an appraiser to appraise our houses, and he said, 
the last time I, he's like he called me and he's like what do you think it is <laughs> right like yeah. he's like well I, we he, actually use an appraiser more to measure our houses we use them to measure our houses yeah yes. that's what we use an appraiser because a lot we, for because the source for measurement of appraiser is more is more credible than source being realtor or owner. Well, it's usually it's way more credible than the owner's yes. list. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, wow. All right. <sighs> well, Jeff. Any Sorry, other? I know I feel I feel a little hangry when I'm talking about this, but it, when I hear people say it's just we're fighting for um, the Thanks. value of the realtor in this putting the consumer first, right? It's we want to provide the consumer. A higher level experience than we can use the stager. We hire the stager to do this. We can hire the appraisal to do this. We could do so. You we can hire the marketer to do that. We can hire this. You're right. Yes, everything is. And that's my team. Right, and we're like, you know, we're, you know, you're supposed to be gaining the intelligence in house. Like I think the whole idea of developing a team is to aggregate intelligence right but when you're wow. outsourcing it you're you giving up what's that but you're yes. giving up intelligence like to me where we're going to see the explosion is the aggregation of intelligence i mean to me if there gets to be less phoenix houses in phoenix like to me it's just like we're just gonna you know you could just shut off selling them to anyone else because we're gonna have all the houses. Like it's just trying to change the power struggle that we have in real estate. Because, I mean, as you know, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> if you shut off all the houses in Phoenix, then we're just gonna have them. No, 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 no. Did you not notice that buyers are coming more directly to us? Like we might buyers I mean, coming directly we'll to we put them in agents. Yes. Okay. What were you shutting off Phoenix houses? Well, I, I, I was. Oh, well, I was. We're not gonna do it, but I, but the. Th We've heard people talk about it. Oh. If Ocho comes out, we, you could make the decision to be like, F it. I'll just sell them myself because there's the people are out you driving MLS, in the neighborhoods. MLS 8.0. Yeah. That's Ocho? Ocho. Okay. MLS 8.0. Yeah. That, you know, it's just fighting for our own turf. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's, you know. We got, we got, we got off the appraisal topic. Sorry. Yes, sorry. We're good. Yeah. However, our answer for should you should you get an appraisal if you're getting it listed, if you're not, listing a property. I mean, not if you're looking to grow your business, right? Like to me, if you're looking to do 5 or 10 deals a year, I know you're going to do it, right? But just know that you're never going to Here's what people don't realize. You're losing referrals. Okay. Right. You're losing your future referral business because you did not. Your USP is based on someone else's intelligence. And I just don't think that that is we've proven that that is not the successful way to grow your business. If you're looking to do 20 transactions, 30 transactions, 40 transactions, 50 transactions, you're trying to develop a USP. And wrap I don't around expertise wrap around expertise and that. You should be, to me, you, to me, if you're ordering an appraisal, that tells me you're not out previewing property. But that's what we teach new agents is we teach them to go out and look at 80, 100 houses a, a month so that by the time they first sell their house, they have been in them. They've been in them, yes. right? So that you can have that, you know, because an appraiser, if they do uh, 100 appraisals a year, right? Like they've only been in 100. But again, they're going in the house that they know the prices. To me... The hardest thing to do 
is to price a house when there's no sign out in front. When you walk into a, a house, like that's way harder because it, that's the expertise that you should be able to develop is can you um, and then can you make that house worth more by adding things to it? That's where true expertise comes in. And that is going to be continued conversations on this podcast, which is why you should subscribe. But thank you guys for tuning in to the Solution of Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for your passion, Jeff Seabach. I'm trying, Phil. I'm saying thank you for them because okay, right. they appreciate it too. You guys have a good day. Hey, let us know if there's a something out there that you're doing in your career that you think that there might be a better way or there might be something that you have questions for. We love the question we got today. We'd love to put, you know, if anyone wants to come on and debate the whole appraisal thing, I love it. I mean, you know, I'm we not saying that, out to that I, agent. I'm not saying that you can't you you it it couldn't help you sell a house. It does. It, it works. It works, yeah. right? Like it can work, right? Well, they, they're, you know, it, it's. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and I'm cutting Jeff Seabach off. Right. Take care, y'all. Talk to you later. Later. I absolutely, I, I knew coming into it. Yes.